There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. It's launching. Perfect. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Mornings with Mizzy, or if you're listening to the podcast later on, the Mizzy Bender Show. Um, it has been quite the couple of days, so we're going to like recap my Bender Party's white party all the way through uh, today, and then we're also going to talk about cuckolding, which was a requested topic from a community member that reached out to me. It might be a little bit of a chaotic morning also, because Spencer is way behind schedule, so he's kind of bopping around doing his thing. He hasn't even gotten in the shower yet, so you might hear him kind of like dilly-dallying all around the house. So as we kind of get our morning started, I'd love to see who's on the show and uh, do a quick good morning. So let's do that quick. Good morning, JP. Good morning, Sterling. Good morning, Lawrence. I hope everybody is having a splendid start to the day. So as you can see, I have one of my traveling Mizzy cups here, and the monthly Mizzy Madness giveaway is if you can if you contribute in any way to the morning show, which is a comment on the thread, a like to you know like some sort of emoji reaction to the post itself, or if you share it, your name gets put into the raffle bucket. And on the last day of the month, we will pull the raffle for the winner, and then you will receive this beautiful traveling Mizzy cup. It is an orange pineapple uh, and plays well with others. It's one of the original designs. I have to be honest with you, I'm a wee bit behind schedule on putting the names in the bucket. First is because I broke the glass vase that I've been using. If you remember the one that I've been having here, I accidentally broke it. So I have to get a new one. And also there's a fucking tremendous amount of names that I have to write. So I'll catch up now that the travel is over and you'll, by the time Thursday comes, I'll have the bucket with the names in it and you'll all see all the contributions to it. So don't you worry. Um, all right, so where to begin? Oh my gosh, what an amazing weekend, right? So first and foremost, good morning, Michael. So let's see, Friday, all right. I don't know what goes on, but I always think I'm so prepared for travel and this time around I was trying to be even more ultra prepared because I was really trying to stay on top of what I was eating and the different things that I was trying to bring to stay on track from a healthy standpoint because we're all independently still trying to stay on track right so uh, you know between a few of us I know Miss Lady hasn't been on here yet but she will be uh, she's been going through a tremendous life change so she's also trying to stay on track and keep within her daily routines and things like that. So I was trying to be super mindful about how I feel when I come out of the events also because my water intake goes down, so much more alcohol is going through and it's so much easier you know, to eat french fries at every single meal. Now I'm not saying I don't eat the french fries because I don't want to get fat. I don't eat the, I don't want to eat that many french fries because it makes my belly feel sick. So it has nothing to do with like my weight or anything of the sorts when I talk about the food that I eat. It legit has to do with the way that my belly and my body feels afterwards. Keeping in mind that this was the fucking hottest weekend of the summer. 
we were going into it and Spencer's like, well, we're going through a heat wave this weekend. And I was like, oh boy, okay. You know, I didn't know what to expect, but it was hotter than a motherfucker out there. So I'll start the weekend saying that. Um, so Friday, you know, I thought that I was super prepared for, for the weekend. I had everything. And for some odd reason, I was so fucking slow go uh, to the exit of the house on Friday to the point where Spencer was actually nervous that we were going to be late for the ferry. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I took that long. I don't even know what I was doing. I just acted like I had nowhere to be. Like there was nothing going on. I don't know. I'm, I'll be honest. I was PMSing. So I guess I was in full, like, you know, female fog brain or something. I don't have any idea, but I, I couldn't believe that I got to the point that he was that, you know, he was kind of like worried that we were going to miss the ferry. So thankfully we didn't. We got there with like six minutes to spare because what happens with the ferry, if you legit, if you're not there, like what, you, for a car to go over, you have to be there a half an hour ahead of time. You can't be there 29 minutes ahead of time. You got to be there like 32 minutes ahead of time for them to like consider you on time. And since we travel with the truck and a 20 foot trailer, we can't get standby. If we miss our time slot, we're driving. And that my friends are like, that's a fucking no, no between the gas prices these days and trying to pull the fucking trailer, forget about it. It would be a very expensive trip on top of what <laughs> the ferry has already banged us because it's like doubled in fee, uh, you know, with all of the different gas prices and everything that's going on. So we can't drive. <laughs> Moral of the story is we're not driving. We've only done it one time. Uh, we drove and we drove home and it was in the middle of the night after an event was over because a hurricane was supposed to be hitting the island and we wanted to like r rush home before the storm was over, uh, before the storm had hit rather. So that was like the only time that we've ever driven this trip. So anyways, so we get on the ferry, we made it, everything was great. You know, we go up to the bar and we're just doing our thing, right? Spencer and I just have a great time. We get our food, we get our drinks and now there's like this very lovely old man. He's not old, but he's older, right? I mean, enough for me to call him my grandpa, how old, um, is the bartender. Super charismatic, really wonderful. Like, we had engaging conversation the entire time. It was great, you know, whatever. We pay, we go downstairs. We had the pups with us, so like we were just like hanging with the pups and whatever, and all of a sudden, the bartender comes down and he goes, I think that you shorted my bill. He goes, you know, it was like $80 or something like that. You only gave me 60. And Spencer's like, are you sure? I don't think so. And so the guy's like counting out for him and Spencer's looking. And so he was just like, well, like, I guess so. So he, you know, so he gives the guy another $20 and the guy goes back upstairs. Now we're on the undercarriage of the boat, like where all the cars sit and everything. So the bartender came from up, up top because we were on one of the ferries with like all the, uh, yeah, it was on the top level. So he came down like three levels, two levels, whatever, to find us. And we get back in the car and Spencer counts out his money. And he's like, there's no way I shorted him. He's like, this is, a, and he calculates the whole thing out. And he's like, that guy just fucking scammed us like hardcore. Uh, so if you're traveling on the ferry, be super aware and just be ultra alert of some weird shenanigans that could potentially be going on. And that seems like maybe it could be one of them. So I was so kind of taken back that we, we just got like kind of shammed, scammed by some old man. But I was like, good for him. If he fucking does this for every passenger that he kind of like connects with on the ferry, he's going to be coming out of there with like fucking 300 bucks and like extra tips this motherfucker i couldn't even believe it i was just like oh my god jesus mm. so 
If you're watching and you're wondering what's in my smoothie, it is two tablespoons of chia seed, a wee bit of almond milk, all water, small bit of peanut butter, and then just like a bunch of mixed berries. I usually put a banana in there, but I guess I didn't have any more. I thought I did, but maybe I used it last week for my last one. Um, so Lorenzo's asking what color is my lipstick? Uh, I think it's actually a little bit of a red tone today, which is a really unusual color that I don't normally choose, but I had it, so I said, fuck it, why not? And then I was kind of contemplating, am I going to Zuma class with the red lips on or am I taking the lips off? I'm not entirely sure. Good morning, Holly girl. How the heck are ya? Okay, so we finish up on the ferry. We get over to um, Connecticut side and we meet our friends. So our friends had traveled over from Long Island also. And I've talked a bunch of shit. I'm like, these motherfuckers are never coming to this event ever. So I had to own, uh, you know, that I called them out and said they were never coming. So then there, there they were. And it was really great because it was somebody that I had played with before. Her and I have a really great connection. Uh, they're very new to the lifestyle. So still kind of like educating them on, um, rules, boundaries, the proper way to kind of like engage in, in interactions and different things like that. This was the first event that they had, a, that they attended from a swinger standpoint. Uh, you know, they're very into the alternative lifestyle already. So it's not like it's something like out of the ordinary. It was just the first time in this particular setting. So there was a lot of learnings and a lot of different conversations that we still need to go back with and, you know, kind of talk through. But overall, it was really great. Uh, we ended up all getting to the hotel almost around the same time, and our dinner reservations weren't until about 8.30. So we had until 8 p.m. to kind of just like dick around and hang out. So we went down by the pool, we smoked some, it was super chill, it was, it was really, really great. Um, Holly chose an amazing restaurant, it was called The Rooftop uh, in downtown, uh, I don't know, I guess just downtown Rhode Island, I guess you would say. So good. Uh, it was it was a um, like a couch seating around a big fire pit and the fire pit was large enough for it to be your table so that's like what they served you on I'm not gonna lie if you're looking to go there it was a very expensive meal it was just probably and I'm only saying this to give you perspective uh, it was probably just under a thousand dollars for I think there was maybe like eight of us there is a minimum Per head that you have to meet when you go there specifically to sit in the fire pit section uh, probably a little bit more of an expensive meal that we would have ordinarily gone for but the experience that you got with it was absolutely remarkable we do have some photos floating around already but stay tuned for the blog you'll see uh, just the ambiance of the place was just absolutely beautiful probably <laughs> too hot for a summer night it was balls fucking hot you know the guys wanted the fire pit on because they felt like that was the ambiance of the weekend you know of the night which is true but it was fucking really hot we were still in the middle of a heat wave i feel like it was 100 degrees at nine o'clock at night so to add the fire onto it and then beverages on top of it oh gosh i chose the wrong shirt for some odd reason i chose like this I don't even know when you would wear it. I guess maybe September, the end of September kind of shirt. I misjudged the weather a great deal. I don't wear clothes that much, so when I have to put them on, I just pick things that I think are gonna be cute and don't really logically think about the weather. I was sweating so hardcore. I had to take my bra off at the table and you could see some underboob and I just didn't fucking care. So here I am like all through night trying to pick my boobies up so like my shirt just stayed underneath my my thing and you know so nobody saw under boot but it was just too hot i'm like there with my napkin trying to like wipe myself off and everything i'm like this is ridiculous but 
it was great. I got um, a spring salad with steak and some hummus and everybody else got all sorts of, I mean like we probably got everything on the menu, I would almost say between all of us. It was great, the, the beverages were great. Uh, so overall it was super fun. That was a really great way to enter into the weekend. Um, Saturday came and here we go. I'm gonna stop into the comments really quick just to see if anybody else has joined. So I don't, yes, good morning SG to the all, uh, you know, to both of you. I'm sending well wishes, uh, hoping everything is going well back at the casa. So Saturday comes. Saturday we had a little bit of a later setup as well. We were changing the setup. It was going to be a completely new thing that we've never done before. Um, and with that being said, we did think that we had a little bit less time of a setup standpoint. So, sorry. So we ended up going, I think we got to the club around like maybe 11, 30, 12. No, maybe like 11 o'clock or something like that. And everybody started to go on their separate ways. But then oddly, everybody kind of collided. I think that we're also used to setting up the uh, the main indoor space as the event like the master uh event space so everybody was like kind of clustered in there working over each other and so it was a bit messy in the beginning i feel like uh but we got it sorted out and everybody ended up going in their separate ways and manning their stations when i tell you it was so hot out <laughs> it was so hot out you all were out there but like working in there and trying to set up uh, you know, in the pure sun, it was, it was brutal. It was absolutely disgusting. I did do a live setup, uh, just to show some of like what goes on and just like our interactions and just, you know, sometimes people ask what the behind the scenes look like. And so I was like, fuck it, let me just set up my live. There's nothing really, you know, there's nothing going on that would be offensive or anything of the sort. So I did record a setting up the boutique and some of like the indoor thing to give you a little smidge insight as to what it could potentially look like. And then I'll be posting videos and stuff and of course the blog afterwards to see the setup. I want to say that that was the most remarkable setup that we've done thus far. We are going to try and do something very similar for Halloween. It was just stunning, uh, you know, to really be able to create an actual sex room because that's what I felt like. I felt like it was an actual dungeon space because we had so much to work with that we had four beds out and I think that we had maybe seven pieces of equipment spread out in such a way that felt so inviting, uh, so exhilarating when you walked into the space and you just really wanted to start checking everything out. They really did such a remarkable job. It was just great. And then when you walked in, the main entrance way was now like in the center of the club. And you walked into, you know, some tall top tables, which is a bar. And it was just a very like simple intro to the event itself. And then you could either go to the play space or you can walk outside to where the primary party was. I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit lighter of an attendance that we've ever had before. Um, I honestly kind of chalk it up to the weather being super aggressive i know had we not gone back to the hotel and at least napped for an hour and a half i would have not been able to make it through the event so between setting up in that heat and being thoroughly exhausted a little bit hot dehydrated uh it was it was challenging you know for us to kind of get through it so i can understand kind of where it went through now i'm not saying that it was not an unbelievable evening because it allowed everybody to interact on such a more intimate kind of personal level. There was a lot more conversation going on. 
I had the opportunity to interact with others on a level that I've never interacted with before simply because I've, I've you know, I'm, I'm always kind of like bopping around and stuff. I also will admit I didn't do full boutique setup either because I knew it was going to be really hot. I didn't think it was going to be as hot and sometimes I get concerned with having the tent up and the boutique up um, that the heat gets kind of like enclosed in there and it's suffocating for me which means it would be suffocating for my shoppers as well and I just don't want to put that environment on. So I went with a very simple basic you know, setup. It was just like a one table thing with some really hot items that I know, uh, you know, our community there really enjoys and it worked out really well. So because of that, it allowed me to have a little bit more mobility through the event and not be so, uh, you know, stuck to where the table was. So I really appreciated that. That was, that was really helpful. Um, it was hot. It was really, really hot. I think that I probably had my clothes off similar, like probably like an hour into the event. And I generally don't do that, but it was wicked hot. I'm like sweating. You know, it's like two seconds and you got to like start dabbing yourself. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how are people going to fuck? How are people going to play? Like we're drenched, soaky. There's no pools around to jump in. There's there's nothing that you can do to possibly make yourself feel better. But fuck it. We're all in. Salty and everything. It don't fucking matter. And honestly, it was really great. Uh, I had some really great sexual energy going on with our photographer. We all know that I have a little smitten crush on him. And then there's also another gentleman that we're working on setting up some more intimate. You know, Spencer's so funny. Uh, you know, I'm pretty direct on those that I want to play with and, you know, my thing. And there is this one gentleman that we've just been friends with. Spencer's been friends with him forever. And I have been friends with him for as long as I've been friends with Spencer. Uh, as long as I've been with Spencer, I've been friends with this gentleman. And so I've always had, he's just such a very sexy human being. Just like you want to just like, oh my God, just like draw your tongue like down his entire body and just like eat everything up like he's just very sexual and he and I exchange sexual energy quite a bit I'll never forget one time he took me on the stripper pole and his body strength man oh my god he lifted me up like we were in some fucking magic mic episode and just like slithered me down his body and we were just like oh lord have mercy at that moment in time if I could have just like taken him I totally would have but there was no permission there was no conversation there was no nothing uh and I probably sometimes get nervous about you know putting the proposition out there of banging Spencer's friends uh you know I don't know which ones are I don't know which ones are allowed or which ones are not allowed but I think in his eyes after conversating with him after this situation I think he much rather me bang all of his friends than just go and find some you know, person, but I'll get to how all this evolves right now, I guess. So, you know, there's always been like the sexual exchange between this gentleman and I, and we hung out numerous amount of times. Like he's come to our house, strictly friendship levels, dealing with some business with Spencer. Like we've gone to, you know, his state and have hung out there. Again, strictly just friends, just because like just chilling, we all smoke a lot of weed, like just fucking laid back, whatever. I don't know. I think I was feeling just real sassy <laughs> this weekend between maybe my body feeling super purified after sweating so much and just, I really felt really great. I'm not going to lie. Um, last week was this, it was like it was fantastic. I was back at the, I went to the gym every single day. I think between, you know, being really active last week and going into and just being in the sunshine and really just like, you know, just, I think overall it just put me in a really great headspace and I just felt really good about myself and 
you know, like little by little, my insecurities are kind of stepping away and I'm, I'm really coming to a really good place with my own self, right? So Friday, so Saturday night, I'm feeling like super extra sexy, I guess. I don't know. I liked my outfit. The shoes were fine. It was all working really good. I, you know, Spencer was there. I had my sexy lady and, you know, things are just going really good with three of us and our crew you know, everybody that we were with, we all just get along so well. It's just like the family's coming back together. So, you know, it's just like this very calm, just amazing environment to be in that just makes you want to just fucking live on top of the world and scream from the rooftops. Like, we're fucking having the best time ever. Like, this is how I'm feeling this night. And so, you know, like I said, sexual energy exchanges with our photographer and then, I don't know, you know, this gentleman that I'm talking of was sitting over, um, I don't know, by one of the bars. And he also brought a girl with him. Now, I will say he brings, you know, he does have, you know, some females that he brings through. He did have an extended girlfriend that she would always come, but she did move on. And, uh, you know, there's, everybody's compositions are different, right? I do know theirs, but I'm not going to share it. But I can tell you there are some complexities to it, whatever. But I understand some of it, right? So... He was not with this girlfriend anymore, and the last time he came to the event, he came with one of his just guy friends, like just chilling. And so then this time around, he came with another girl who had previously also came to the event also, but I wasn't really sure what their dynamics are, but I also know him, so I also know that there was like kind of like some leniency on behaviors and stuff like that. So Spencer was over there and they were smoking and stuff and I went over and like a sexy song came over so I just started giving him a lap dance and just, you know, like boobies out and, you know, just all just like bumping and grinding. He's just so fucking like, woo, woo. I just turned around and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yes, I do want to bang you. I would fuck you right now if I was allowed to. Uh, all, all cards out on the table. This is where I stand now. So Spencer, if this is okay. Uh, you know, maybe you guys can just sort this out and we can figure it out. I don't know, but it's time that we kind of get this show on the road. And I kind of looked at the girl and I was like, I'm really sorry. I don't know what the composition is here. So that's why I'm just putting it all out there. If it's allowed, it's allowed. If it's not, you know, here we are and we'll figure it out from there. And uh, so I was like, go girl. Yes, we need to, you know, because listen, I, I do want some more sexual interactions and we all know that I'm super guarded. So when it comes down to the point where I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. Like, I want to make sure everybody knows we need to figure this out. Let's talk about it. Is this allowed? Is it not? If it's not allowed, that's okay too. Let's just move on from it and, you know, we can explore something else somewhere else. Uh, so I think Spencer was totally fine with me bringing that proposition to the table because then... You know, on the way home, I think it was, oh, well, first off, before that, you know, when this gentleman was leaving. Now, we didn't really get into the conversation on whether or not we were going to fuck or not. It kind of just was, like, put out there and just, like, in a very fun, silly kind of, but direct way. It was it was pretty direct. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, you know, so that's for them to, to handle. So when he was leaving, he comes over to me and he gives me a hug, but then he takes my hand and he, like, you know, pushes it down by his pants and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, yes, this is what we need to do. <laughs> So I was telling Spencer when he and I were, I think it was on the way home and we were in the car and we were just like chatting, whatever. I don't even know where it was, but I told him, I was like, you know, when so-and-so left, uh, you know, this is what he did and, you know, whatever. And so we kind of just like, I don't know, I just like wanted to make sure he knew that that happened, right? Because I don't want to just like touch another man's Pepe and not have Spencer know that that's what's going on or that maybe because what I had said, 
put a spark in his brain and he was being a little bit receptive to my proposition. So I wanted to make sure that Spencer knew like what was going on and whatever. So at some point in time, Spencer had mentioned, so we're going up to New Hampshire for fusion party. They're having, let them eat cake is what it is. It's that beautiful gal's birthday. So we're going to be traveling up. Mizzy's Boutique is not going to be setting up, but there is a door prize for the event itself from Mizzy's Boutique. So when you come to the event itself that night, you'll enter your name at the door and then there'll be a drawing for, uh, it's like a tank top, a t-shirt, and um, a Mizzy cup. So we're going up to that and that's on August 20th. So Spencer was like, well, maybe we stop at, you know, here, this state first and then travel up to New Hampshire. So potentially next Friday, he's trying to put together, you know, an interaction and a meetup or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. I don't, I don't really know. I know, wow, that was just like a whole lot of stuff. I'm gonna stop, look at the comments, take a sip of my smoothie and see where we stand. Okay. Let's see here. Oh no, my dang. Okay, Facebook, I'm gonna have to catch up on you because sometimes Facebook messes up on me and it doesn't move my comments bar. So Devin, good morning to you. SG, thank you. Sometimes I think my honesty is a little ridiculous, but um, I try really hard. I don't ever want, I actually, I don't even know why I do it. I, don't, I think I just have no filter of my mouth. I have no fucking clue. In fairness, I have learned over the years that I have to be really direct and use my words in the proper way simply because, I mean, I brought up my mother, but my mother's had like bipolar craziness for a fucking long time. And so with that, you learn to be super clear on what it is that you're saying. So there could be nothing that could be misconstrued or brought back up. And then also in my marriage also, since I was dealing with a little bit of a, you know, a brain on balance there too. It was really, it was really important for me to learn how to like articulate and just be really direct and in the moment on the things that I needed to say and, you know, kind of discuss. And I guess that's kind of just stayed in tune with, you know, whatever. I don't know. So I kind of, I kind of equated to that. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I hate it. I can't really tell sometimes. <laughs> good morning, Paul. Um, good morning, Holly. Oh no, I already said good morning to Holly, but she says your honesty is always refreshing. I know if I need the honest truth, I know you will get it from you always. Oh, yeah. I do try really hard, but everybody's always super honest with me also. So I feel like it's like, a, you know, it's kind of everybody just exchanges the right way. And also, you know, I do want you to feel like you can be super honest. So in order for you to feel like you can be super honest, I've got to be fucking brutally honest, right? Because they say you have to make people feel more comfortable for them to be themselves to actually do it. So, you know, sometimes it's over the top. A couple of examples and I know that all of you are on here and I'm only saying it simply because um, Matthew you did look wonderful and I'm really happy to hear that you felt good for once Jessica you ever want to vent about your mom's my inbox is always open do I have stories from my past oh gosh right I know I'm really happy that the development with my mother has really um, come come to a better place though it, it's really really weird how life happens and you know the different things that go on and stuff and now she's my biggest supporter which I would have never in a million years would have thought but you've all listened to the podcast and so you've heard the journey of it all I do want to make sure I go and I talk about some of the you know important topics that we need to talk about the events and the event is consent consent to touch at all times um you know I am over the top on 
consent and what's right and don't come into my personal space and make sure that we're not, you know, touching others without, you know, asking. And there were a few moments throughout the events on Saturday that I was really direct on my perspective and kind of was had to share a little bit more like on how I felt. And I felt really bad on the humans that I was doing it to simply because I know them much more than I would know any other that would be at that event having the conversation with. But just because I knew them a little bit better doesn't make it more acceptable for them to do it. And I will tell you, Jim, you all know that Jim is our very best friend in the entire world. Jim will not even come into my personal space without asking if it's okay. He won't come into my personal space without looking around to see who's there and what kind of engagement it could bring to the to my environment simply because he knows how I am and he knows some of the uncomfortableness that comes with it. And so I only bring that up to say even my closest, most amazing, most incredible friend in the world cannot approach me uh, in a sexual way without asking or touch me without asking. And so, you know, I did have some conversations because they're are some moments where that happens. And I just wanna make sure that it's super clear that everybody out there, even if they're your friends, they're not your friends, you know them, you don't know them, it's still okay to have super clear, proper boundaries with everybody around. You know, I am working through something with another couple that I do feel like there needs to be some boundary conversations and little by little I do have them. And they are uncomfortable because they're a little bit closer of friends to us than like, uh, you know, another, you know, couple would be, I guess you would say. And it's more on the on the gentleman's side than it is on the female side. I think that there's a lot that goes on, right? I think that sometimes the females get a lot more action and play in the lifestyle. And sometimes the men feel a little bit more on the outskirts and want to be a little bit more included in the scenarios itself. And especially those that are new to the lifestyle that don't necessarily understand the fact that just because we're swingers doesn't mean that you can try and kiss me at any time. Doesn't mean that you can, you know, put me in a weird sexual spot at any time that you want to because you think that this is what we do. In actuality, that's not what it really is. And because of those certain circumstances, I become so much more, a little bit more tough with my boundaries and how I am as an, you know, as a sexual, as a sexual being, I will say, because I don't want anybody to misinterpret that you're allowed to come into my space and do these actions to me. That's unacceptable and that's not okay. And so because I know who's in my surroundings and because I know what's going on, doesn't matter who you are, where we are, or what the circumstances are, I'm gonna be very vulnerable and very bold at that moment in time and say this is not okay. And so I don't want anybody to ever be offended, I don't want anybody to ever be taken back, and I don't want anybody to think that it's specifically I'm being disrespectful to you, because it's the same thing that I say to everybody all the time. And I'm always gonna be 10 times worse with it because I want you to be really strong in your words and your boundaries when we're out too. So you gotta, you gotta lead by example. And, uh, and so for that, for those of you that I did have conversations with, don't take it you know, that way, but I did think that it was important enough to be able to share it on the show because this is our lives and these are the things that we're trying to educate and these are the things that we do need to share. And so it was great uh, overall coming out of this weekend. The sexual energy that Spencer and I have been, oh, because I didn't even get to play time. 
my brain's going so much. See, there's so much been happening. Oh, I haven't talked to everybody in such a long time. Um, so Saturday night comes and we go through these different things, right? So we kind of all have our schedules. Now, when we're all kind of doing our thing, around midnight is when we all usually do our change in clothing and kind of hunker down and come a little bit more closer together because the event's usually rolling, the boutique's kind of shutting down, the music is starting to go back up again because people were doing a little play and now it's like kind of, you know? And then with Lady and I, with our play, it's funny. So a lot of, not many are very sure of our dynamics and how we are sexually with Lady. And it's, it's interesting because we're swingers, right? So we're very much into the super sexy, I mean, we like to bang, right? We actually like penetration fucking, right? Now, Lady is, she's kink, right? She's, she's different. So her sexual exchanges are very different than what one would think of between like our relationships, right? I will also say the dynamics are challenging at times. So Lady was in a relationship, right? We, maybe you met her, maybe you didn't. She was with her for a while and that was her nesting partner. But their foundation was a tad bit broken and not, they were not on the same page with a lot of different things. And because of that, our sexual exchanges were non-existent, right? Yes, we are, you know, in a relationship of some nature. Yes, she's our girlfriend when we travel everywhere. Yes, we talk every single day. And, you know, yes, we have that. And it's building a real relationship, right? If you think about when you first meet somebody, you know, maybe you're not banging right out of the gate. Maybe you're not doing these things right out of the gate. Maybe you're taking the time to actually get to know somebody and learn who they are and, and kind of explore that way. And that's exactly what's going on with the three of us, right? She's learning so much about herself. I'm learning so much about me. And then Spencer, he kind of knows and he kind of, you know, keeps us in line and, and, you know, connects with us in his own way, like when we're all together. And it's a really great wonderful, exhilarating kind of thing, right? Because it's something I've never experienced before. I'm sure Spencer's experienced it on a different level, and it's something that ladies never experienced either. But because of the dynamics, because of the learnings, because of how we care about one another, uh, the sexual part of things is usually in the back burner. And she really loves, 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 loves. Um, yeah. She, she just loves her king stuff. She just loves what she does, right? So generally, when we would have some sort of interaction, it would be some sort of scene. But because her foundation was broken and things were going on, we weren't even doing scenes or anything of the sorts. We kind of put all of our sexual stuff to the back burner and really just kept with building our relationship and learning and growing honestly about what poly could look like, what our dynamics look like, where we stand with one another and how our other relationships fit into this and the do's and don'ts and things like that. This weekend things started to take a different turn, right? Because her relationship has changed. She's no longer in that state. She's now off doing her thing and is growing into this beautiful dominatrix that, uh, you know, is just so lovely to see because, you know, with the different changes of COVID and so many other things, she hasn't been able to really come out and, you know, shine like she has in the past because of life, right? So now she's back at it and uh, she's kind of doing her thing. And because she doesn't have that partner, it is okay now for us to explore that sexual relationship. Now, I 
want everybody to hear what I'm saying. Yes, even though we're trying to explore a relationship, her primary foundation was broken. So we did not engage in sexual activity. Why? Because it would be disrespectful to her relationship. It would be disrespectful to what was going on there. I felt that way and she also felt that way. She felt like if they could not be on the same page with what was going on, it would not be fair for her to take things to the next level uh, with myself with Spencer, however that all works, right? And I totally respected that and it was something that we were on the same page with. That's not the case anymore, right? So now she's by herself and here she is. And Spencer's in the background doing a little like air bang. That's exactly right. I think he's coming on. Can you? <laughs> yes, be safe, okay? No, I'm gonna take the, uh, I'm gonna take the do you have the, where are the rental keys for the, right. oh, okay, because I'm going to go to the gym right after this. Okay, be safe. Um, so on Saturday, I was kind of joking with her, because I was like, listen, Biatch, I'm coming for my woman tonight, right? Because you ain't fucking, I don't have to be respectful to anybody. I don't have to, uh, you know, be cautious of what I'm doing or anything of the sorts. And so I wasn't, and I didn't. And so Friday night, it was really great, right? Just super lovey, just great, like little gentle kisses and stuff like that. And it was just really just intimately beautiful. Saturday night came and uh, one of the, the female that we traveled with, sort of traveled with, that came from home that I've previously played with, uh, she wanted to do some sort of scene. Lady really loves sensual massages and like she loves this, the massaging and the different kinds of sensory play that she can bring to the table. Uh, when it comes down to that kind of thing. So if you ask her for a scene, she'll almost say that that's one of her favorite things to do, uh, whether it includes wax or knives or whatever fucking level it goes to. But she really does enjoy that aspect. So um, we had our gal, she late, you know, so lady comes to me and she says, um, I know that you and I were going to be, you know, do, you know, going to be playing shortly, and I wanted to see if you wanted to come in on this scene with me. It's going to be with so and so, and I know that you guys have good chemistry and stuff like that. So, you know, like, what do you think? So I, I you know, we had some discussion over it and whatever, and so we we start this scene. Well, I think that I've said it in the past. Lady and I love scening together because the sexual energy that we bring to the person that we are bottoming. Uh, or dominating, or you know, that's on the bottom that we're topping, um, is great. Lady and I, because then our sexual energy comes to each other, right? We don't bring the super sexualness to, you know, the one on that we're working with. It just goes to her and I. And so, you know, the kissing and the playing between her and I as we're bringing that sexual energy to, you know, our gal down below was really great. You know, it was, we've taken our sexual relationship to different kinds of levels because I was like, fuck this, like all in, I don't give a shit, vagina's out, in my mouth, this is what we're doing and this is where we're at. So you stay on top, you do your thing, I got you from back and we are all good. And it was the most sexiest, most amazing scene that I think that we've had in quite some time because uh, it all just flowed so nicely. It was just so great, it was amazing. Uh, and it, it was definitely more intense than anything that we would have ever done at the club. <laughs> That's for certain. Uh, but because of that, sexual energy was going through the fucking wall. Of course, Spencer and I banged on Saturday night when we got back to the hotel. 
Um, we did want to, you know, have some sort of sexual something or another on Sunday, but Sundays are so hard for me because by the time Sunday comes, I'm like, I'm actually catching up on my sleep and I'm a little bit more zoned out because we're not by everybody with the travel and, you know, the long car drive and then the ferry ride and the car drive. It all makes me go to sleep. So Sundays are shot. I usually, by the time four o'clock comes, you won't hear from me until Monday because I'm like in and out of sleeping the entire night. And I don't fucking hate it. And I don't care. Uh, I'm regrouping and I'm taking my downtime and I'm just kind of doing my thing and feel fine about it. So come last night, of course, Spencer and I had to have the most amazing bang session uh, ever. And of course, while we're banging, he's talking through all these different things, specifically about this one gentleman that I was talking about with, you know, the lap dance and the Pepe grab and all that stuff and potentially what could come, uh, you know. And he's like talking through and he fucking made me come so hard. And he's like, oh yeah, I see how much you like that, huh? So he's a little bit more, I think he's also exhilarated by the whole thing in general also. Uh, so yes, these are why I love our event weekends because so much greatness happens, so much just exhilaration, freedom, openness. Uh, it's great, so great. I'm gonna put my thing down here. I'm gonna go check the comments. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably, uh, okay, whoa, hold on. Let's see. So Holly said it's not as much of a kink scene, but that's the enjoyment I get when we play with a lady in our dynamic. In our dynamic that we both have great chemistry with, I enjoy sharing and having helping bringing pleasure to Jim and reverse when they do it to me. It's so amazing. Yeah, when you have an actual dynamic that the energies flow really well and it's just so organic and so natural and so not forced or contemplating whether I should do this or not do this, just very in the moment. And yes, I know that this is great. I always think that they're gonna be explosive, right? For example, even though Spencer is planning uh, or trying to plan a get together for next week with the gentleman and all of us or whatever, even if that comes to fruition and we say, yes, we're all gonna get together, Yes, of course, there's going to be, you know, we're going to go hang out, we're going to go do our thing, probably dinner, just hang out. The location that we would be going to is a very hangout kind of place. And so there would be so much for us to do that, you know, in that time, a lot of sexual energy exchange, like flirtation, things like that, doesn't necessarily mean that we will end up fucking. Uh, just the possibility and the openness that that's what that night can bring, right? No expectations. But of course, the allowance to say, you know what, we're all in a very free-flowing environment and if we all feel really good about this, let it go where it's supposed to go. And it, if it's supposed to be, it will be very, very explosive. Example, like our photographer, you know, I'm smitten on him, but it varies. Like last event, last event, it just was not appropriate for me to engage with him sexually. I didn't even feel comfortable engaging with him from a flirtatious sexual level just because of, uh, you know, others that were there, whatever the dynamics were, you know, so it's not like every single time I'm in the company of those that I enjoy that, that I'm sexual with them because that's not the case at all. And even with the photographer, in the beginning of the night, like I did feel a little bit of a sexual kind of pull towards him. 
So again, I said to both Spencer and him together, is it okay for me to be openly, you know, whatever with him tonight? And is there anything? So I made sure I had that conversation also because like I could tell that I was being a little bit more like openly and accepting to some sexual energy that evening. So I didn't want anybody to be off, taken off guard that, you know, that's where I was at. And certainly I'm not having the assumption that that is okay either because maybe they don't want me to do that. Also, when we were doing the scene with our, you know, sexy lady, uh, throughout the entire session, and while, you know, because like I would, I, we would move through her body, right? And when I would get to her head, I would bow down and I would say to her, is everything okay? Are you okay? Constantly checking in to make sure that what we were doing was okay and that she felt comfortable and that we were in a good place to continue and that nothing needed to change, right? These things are so important and they're so critical. Um, you know, no photography, no videotaping. And if you are going to do these actions, you need to ask all parties involved and certainly not at the club. I mean, you can't do it there because what happens if somebody's in the background and you get somebody's naked ass back there? Come on. We can't be doing that stuff. Granted, I know that Spencer whips out his phone and does things and whatever. And I'll be honest, you know, he does get them things. But some of the photos we can use because there's not anything going on in the background. Or you can blur the backgrounds out. I don't know that others are that considerate. You know, like if you're filming something and you capture something on your phone, I don't want you fucking showing your homies that you got naked Mizzy on your phone. Like I would be really upset and I feel like that's a violation of privacy, right? So... All these different things that we have to be really cautious of when we're in the environment and whatever and and stuff like that. And I'm looking at the time and I know that we were supposed to talk cuckolding today, but I just don't think that we should get into the conversation. I truthfully think that I should just look at the comments and kind of, it's been 45 minutes of me fucking babbling my, my mouth about the event weekend, which isn't bad. Uh, I just don't think that we should go into another segment and we should save it to Thursday. So, I don't know, folks. I'm going to check the comments real quick and then... Ah, hello, hello, hello. Okay, folks, this is great. So don't forget, if you're watching this afterwards, put, you know, contribute to the show and you will get put into the drawing for the Traveling Mizzy Cup. If you have a topic, email me at mizzybender at outlook.com and definitely go back to mizzybender.com. Check out the previous blogs. Uh, and share this out so everybody in the world uh, can start talking swinger stuff with us. Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon.